something for you. And what's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Roto Slappers Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It is Monday night. We got a full week and a half in the books now we're entering the very, the first um the second week of the major league baseball season now technically as you know i am not here alone uh we have my man coming all the way from houston texas you're in texas look behind you because that's where the rangers gonna be The one, the only, Blake Kendrick, Big Texas in the house. What is going on, buddy? What's up, Streets? Great to be back, brother. Ah, same here, same here, same here. Yeah, we got a little bit more data now, I guess we could say. Although it's still very early at this point. Like It's still very hard to judge things. But um, there are some trends that are starting to look legit. Some trends that are looking a little scary out there at this point. So as we get into week two of the fantasy baseball season, this should be pretty fun. Um, offense, as we know, is still up. There's, there, We know that already. Pace of play is up. Batting average is up the whole nine yards. The big thing is the ball. The, that's, the, that's the rumor out there. You know, home runs seem to be flying through the roof a little bit more. So I don't know if it's just weather maybe. Uh, being it's been a little warmer, I guess 50, I, I guess 50, 60 degrees is kind of warmer, but, um, <laughs> or is it just the bat? Is it the batch of balls that they got? But the nah. data, it is up like, yeah, we are right now. League slugging is at 410. At the end of April last year, it was 369. Home run per fly ball percentage is 12.4 right now. It was 11% in March, April last year. So it is up. Yeah. Power no, is up. No. I'm not saying it's a juice ball, and I don't think we're going back to 2019. But, yep, the data still suggests that it's still up. Yeah, I wouldn't say a juice ball either, but I say maybe a little bit of juice. I mean, they, they are making the bases bigger. They are trying to get some watch. And maybe they not, – not the juice ball like back in 2020, but maybe they just uh, – just a little bit more, you know? 
which yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad. <laughs> I would be pissed. So you would, the, the real baseball fan in me, would be, I'd be happy because it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. But all the work I did with this dumb, with ranking guys and tiers and everything like that, you can right. throw it out. You can just toss it down the drain because 2019 was the dumbest year of fantasy baseball in the history of mankind. Like <laughs> every team, all you could be in a 12 man league and all 12 teams had a, every position the guy hit 20 home runs yeah yeah yes so that's why it was just the dumbest year of fantasy baseball ever so hopefully we don't get back into that point quite yet the rest of the yeah of course offense is up all over the one thing that's up also is stolen bases we're Mm -hmm. up to 195 a week and a half in um 303 total for march april last year so we're probably going to destroy 303 this year so stolen bases way 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 up yeah, it's fun. More exciting. There, that is that is the ultimate case right there. But I will say, if offense is if the trend continues this way, I'm gonna definitely the good pitchers are gonna become more important. Basically, it's not as mm-hmm. deep as we thought it was. But yeah. Oh, yeah, some injury news and notes. If you have not heard or saw, it was replayed over and over and over. O'Neill Cruz on the Pittsburgh Pirates underwent surgery on the fractured ankle from the dive. Um, we'll get into the rest of the news and notes yet. Did you see that? Yeah, man. Uh, I hate to see it. I actually talk about it a little bit later on this. I'm, I'm going to bring it up, but man, that, that's one thing that scares me about him, man. That, that was an ugly slide. Oh. I, you got You got it. You got a guy's six foot seven, dude. And he's throwing himself head first at home. Oh man, he I almost hate took to out, see it. He almost took prayers two, up to you, O'Neill. And he almost ruined two baseball players' careers on that one. Um mm-hmm. so yeah, he will not be he they expect him to be able to resume play in about four months, is the rumor at this point. So well, we're gonna get into waivers a little bit. We'll talk about O'Neill Cruz replacements. So we'll save that. This one sucks too. I hate this one blows, but uh Adam Duvall. If you have not heard yet, he has a distal radius fracture um, on his wrist. So that one kind of mm-hmm. stinks because he was off to a really, really good start this year. That, mm-hmm. And I we talked about him last week. He had moved up my rankings quite a bit for outfielders because I was sure he was going to get to playing time. So that one definitely kind of that one kind of stings. White, what do you know? More White Sox injury news I got for you, Blake more it's, it's almost right. like it doesn't end yo i'm a set out today with general back soreness not expected to be long term tim anderson exited today's game with left knee soreness the white Sox are good at this soreness thing like i think we heard it was like general soreness for eloy's shoulder and then they were hanging his jersey in the dugout the next day oh my gosh <laughs> carlos correa Joey uh... gallo Actually, Correa was scratched mm-hmm. today's game for continuing middle back tightness. Joey Gallo has the right interco- intercostal soreness. <laughs> he remained out today. Starling Marte. <sighs> Another one of your that. boys, man. Another one of my boys. And the one thing you told me, right? That was, that's what mm-hmm. you kind of warned me on right there. But he exited the game uh, Sunday with the next strain. Of course, sliding head first, right? Yeah, yeah. Good. Third base. Yep. Uh, Travis Darnold, who had started every single game so far this year, I think for the Braves, wow. every single one too, over <laughs> over the catcher that they traded for and paid. 
Uh, but anyways, he was put on the seven-day DL with a concussion. Aaron Savale, uh, he's out. I don't. That's not a big one though. Andreas Munoz on the Mariners though is a big fantasy one. That's he lands on the fifteen-day DL with a right deltoid strain. That should be Paul Seawald probably would maintain the saves and gets a bump there from that one. Uh, Austin Meadows, one of your sleepers, remains out with the anxiety issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this one hurts me. I hate saying this one, but last but not least, Jose Siri is going to go on the IL now with a hamstring. I really like him as a power speed guy. Probably was going to be an ugly ratio type guy, but really, really good out there defensively in center field. So kind of sucks. Yeah. Definitely. Power yeah, when, when he was uh, with Houston, a lot of people called him Carlos Gomez Jr. He had that. He had that. Uh, I liked him. I liked him, though. <laughs> it's fun out there, especially I mean, especially when we used him as a fourth outfielder. But yeah, I digress. <laughs> but yeah, so that's about it. Um, there's our. Injury notes, we will, like I said, we'll talk about O'Neill Cruz replacements a little bit later when we get into waivers. But right now, it is that time. It is that time to recap the week. And we're going to do it. The good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> you like that? Love that. Oh, you like yeah. that? I know. Oh, Look yeah. at that. Oh yeah. We came up with Good some stuff. in the budget. We came up with some some money for <laughs> it. Took a took a little bit. But... It took a little bit, but we got it finally. So yeah, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Blake, I'll let you kick this one off. So go ahead. Let's start with your good. My good was uh my guy, man. I drafted Mr. Brian Reynolds. Uh, we're uh, we're going to fantasy players first. So Brian Brian Reynolds, right? Brian yeah, Reynolds, uh, outfield for Pittsburgh. He he scored nine runs this week. This past week, he had twelve hits, two stolen bases. Which, I mean, he's never stolen ten bases more than ten bases in a season. So, uh, that's plus. He had, he had a triple, couple of doubles, uh, four home runs, twelve ribbies. He's slugging, uh, you know, one point one twenty. Just for, I mean, it was a week, but man, come on! I, I, I drafted him, and I was so um, like, I don't really want Brian Reynolds. Eh, I took it though. Yeah, that's that's a good one. I had I thought about him. I had to come up with a couple, so I had pondered that. He'll. I hope they get that contract extension worked out with Pittsburgh. I kind of, I really do. I hope, yeah. Although he's going to get the opt-outs and somehow something tells me he'll get right after that opt-out, he'll end up in another damn town. He's like a future Yankee just written all over him. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking, man. <laughs> but anyways, my good. I'll go ahead and do both your goods. If you want to give me a good just in Major League Baseball, I'll go for it. Uh, a good for just Major League Baseball altogether was the Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, undefeated. What else can you say? I mean, they... They didn't play the most stellar of teams, and I can bring that up too. But, you know, it's hard to go undefeated the first two weeks of the season. Yeah, very hard. And my good 
non-fantasy related was also the the race. I don't know how we could not agree right now on that one. I had saw the note from Jeff Passan earlier. I don't know what it's going to be after today. They won one nothing. Well, I guess it'd be plus 51, but I don't know if that's the best since when. But anyways, since 1884, it's they they have a plus 50 run differential entering today, which is the best mark through nine through nine games since 1884. That just kind of shows you how good they've been so far this year. That's nuts. Absolutely nuts, dude. But my good, I'll, I'll stay in the facet of the Rays here. My good was Wander Franco. Um, he's got four dongs here early on the season. Uh, did you see the home run pimp too? When he and that, when he <laughs> threw that bat and oh man, like he got the swagger. And now he's starting to mash the baseball. Like his, I'm looking at when you looked at his stat cast page, it's pretty unreal at this point. That his launch angles up. Uh, his expected slugging is 724. That is a he is whoo hard hit rate is up to 40.6, which was 35.8 last year. Um, yeah, he is definitely. If you look at his baseball savant baseball page at this point, he got a lot of red. A lot of red in his percentile rankings. Walk and sprint speed are the two things he does not do overly well, but he's still, I mean, he's probably still going to steal you 15 bases this year. Like I'd legit see 25 plus home runs now out of him, 15 stolen bases. We we might be into the 75, 80 percentile projections for him at this point. And we're edging closer to uh, when I did the breakout thing for the MVP at this point. Good to see out of Wander Franco. Told you, ditch, oh, yeah. ditch all the dumb projections that they talk about. Like at some point, this guy had—he just has the—it's built inside of his DNA he's to be an it. MVP one day. He's got the <laughs> it, yeah, the it, perfect, perfect way to put it. The bad, go ahead. All right, the bad. So, all right, guys, this is—we're just talking about this week, so don't you know? Don't take it too much. Don't don't take it to heart too much, but. I'm saying he was bad this past week. Really hadn't been good all season. But this past week, fantasy-wise, Mr. Trey Turner over there in Philadelphia, he's uh, this this past week he scored two runs. He had seven hits. Eh, not too bad, but one RBI, one stolen base to go along with 10 strikeouts. Trey, can't be leading off for the National League champs like that, man. 10 K's I will today. He was three for four with an RBI and a stolen base, but this is last week. That was today. <laughs> uh, yeah. To go. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Um, yeah. I forgot. Go, you got another one. Go. Nope. Do you give me no, your other if one? We're going, if we're going real life. Yeah. Real life. The bad. You brought it up. The injuries. O'Neill Cruz, that injury that just, that's bad for baseball, man. I mean, it wasn't, it was an accident. It wasn't like some kind of on-purpose injury, anything like that. I'm not going there. It's just a bad injury because, man, he's a, one of the most exciting players to watch. That The kid just rocket arm, boss, you know, just sh- earthquake off his bat when he hits it, dude. So I that, don't know what he was thinking. So my bet, we're gonna, that's good you bring that up because my bad's the same thing. We're way too in sync here on this one. Um, <laughs> so we can talk about it for a quick second because it seems to be the hot topic so far. It he somebody's got to teach this guy some of these little fundamentals there, sliding couple things like he's too big mm-hmm. to be stupid out there. Mm-hmm. 
he's never gonna stay healthy. Ne- like that was the him, that was the worst, the dumbest and worst slide I think I've seen in my like. It's almost like he's never been taught how to slide before. I don't know what was going through his head. Um, and Pirates fans are irate now at the White Sox because Sebi Savalo screamed, and it's in that split second, Sebi really did not know what was going on yeah. except for the fact he that he just that. got he just basically got wwe moved by o'neill cruz coming into the plate and, and his knee buckled and he's got pretty lucky at that point that he didn't get hurt like o'neill yeah. cruz is going to hurt someone else doing this as well yeah yeah uh, I, I see where pittsburgh fans are coming from because if you're your most exciting young player gets oh, injured, you're gonna be it's mad. But it's you just you gotta sit back and, and hope you that got, he learns yeah. how to play. He has to he's yeah. a very I hope so. He's exciting, he's fun and good for the game. We need players mm-hmm. like O'Neill Cruz. I just hope that somebody cleans up his fundamentals a little bit because that's absolutely yeah, you can't do that. My bad. Yeah, it's Pittsburgh needs players like O'Neill Cruz. <laughs> yeah, they got some Look, they're off to a pretty sneaky start. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they kind of, you know, they always kind of come out of nowhere every few years. So, yeah, you never know. They got some guys, Nick Gonzalez, possibility to come uh-huh. fill in for him. They're a former first round pick there. So, stay tuned for that one. We'll see who throughout the year comes up, maybe replaces him. And we'll talk about in the waivers who could replace O'Neill Cruz later. Luckily, pretty deep position. So might not end it. The only downfall is whoever drafted O'Neill Cruz paid for because where he was going, you were paying probably for more of the higher end O'Neill Cruz. So that one kind of sucks. Probably use the top 75 pick. My bad for this for this week is Corbin Burns. That's mine Mm -hmm. at this point. Like I if we go back on Corbin Burns basically to the end of August of last year. And we take half the starts between the end of August last year till now. He got, he has been annihilated. I'm talking three innings, five runs type outings and half those outings since the end of August last year up until now. Now it's still early. And a guy who has a, such a a three year run like he has is, you obviously get a little bit more leeway than that. We're going to talk about that in, in another game that we're going to play. But we're getting close to wondering, are we are we going to worry a little bit? The hard hit is back up to 36%, the highest it's been since 2019 for him. I mean, velocity down just a tick. I guess uh, down a couple miles per hour on that cutter, which... Huh. Probably not good. So if the velocity's mm-hmm. down, he's getting hit a little bit harder. Like it's there's it's one of I, the the worry's going up a little. It's got to be going up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say panic mode, sell off or whatever you can at this point. But no. he's my bad because he's been bad. It was bad. And you, yeah. When you drafted him, what's up, Dominic? How you doing, buddy? What's going on, Dom. Thanks for tuning in, brother. Like, it's just been bad. So he's been my bad so far to go this time. There's nothing, there ain't nothing good to say about him. But go ahead. Let's see. You're ugly. Ugly. Man. And this one hurts because it's uh, one of my boys that uh, 
you know, just uh, just one of my 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 players, even though he don't play for the Astros no more, Mr. Carlos Correa. And I mean, I know I'm saying this fantasy wise, it was bad, but it's not just bad because fantasy wise, fantasy wise, yeah, all week four hits, two RBIs, he scored a run, struck out six times. All right, but the injury is the back. And I mean, if anybody knows Carlos Correa and his back injuries, back spasms, uh, he he's, he says he hopes he be he'll be back by uh, this coming Tuesday. But man, if you know about Correa and last time, well, I, I'd say last when he injured his back, it was supposedly he was getting a massage and he got his back injured and he was out for psh, ever. <laughs> It's like, come on, man. So that that that's my ugly right there. Yeah. Man. Well, what do you? I mean, you, when you fail two physicals, right? You were mm-hmm. and, you, and you lost a lot through two three hundred million dollar contracts because of it. It's yeah. probably a concern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I mean he he wasn't drafted extremely high, but I mean he's over ninety percent owned in in ESPN top hundred pick. So, so yeah, top hundred pick. But go, who's your what's your ugly for uh, general? I mean, we we, we could have all guessed this. Ugly is just the Oakland A's. Everything about an MLB for MLB, the Oakland A's are ugly. It's like they're trying to lose so they can move. They need a new stadium. Nobody wants to go there. They were getting out like there there was AAA teams, multiple AAA teams outselling the A's. And it's it's just pathetic. I mean, and and if you want to take it fantasy wise, start every hitter you have against the A's pitching. I mean, it's just it's it's that's wild. Excellent. Yeah, that's the as we start to get more data. I mean, we knew they were going to be bad. I don't know. It's not like we were shocked by that by any means. But as we start to get more data, and we're going to start streaming, whether it's hitters or pitchers. Um, yeah. Yeah. The A's are going to be on the negative side of everything there. So <sighs> that's bad. The baseball needs a floor, right? Yeah. Somehow they need yeah. a they need a salary floor. Can't do that though, probably without a hard cap. So it gets tricky to do that. My ugly is a guy I've moved him down my rankings, so I don't I'm not that embarrassed anymore. Um oh if you and if you want to see those rankings. You can just mosey on over to bloodlinenetwork.com and you'll see my top 300 rankings right there. Oh, and I forgot to say, once again, yeah, we are on the Bloodline Entertainment Network right now. I was so focused on getting us started here so quickly. But yeah, on the Bloodline Entertainment Network, make sure you subscribe, hit the like button. One of these days, we'll get a like and it'll make Blake join Twitter. Mm. But anyways, I had moved him down my rankings enough to where I'm not that embarrassed anymore, but my ugly is Jack Flaherty because he has 13 walks in 11 mm-hmm. innings so far. He has a 28.9 uh, walk percentage so far through two starts this year and a 180 ERA with an expected ERA of 524. So sometimes I love baseball in the ugliness and the weirdness and the oddness that comes out of it. But he has definitely just been very ugly so far this year. And his expected slugging off him is only 198. So nobody can, nobody is really getting much off of him, as weird as that sounds. Probably not throwing anything you can hit. So 
Yes. That's how it goes down. Um, Reminiscent of Rick Ankiel, maybe uh, throwing it over the back uh, backstop. <laughs> I, he hasn't been that off, and there's still. I do hope. I do have hope in Jack Flaherty. He's my ugly right now because he's been ugly to watch, and it's a guy that I was high on for a rebound this year if he could stay healthy. I do think by the time the year ends, Jack Flaherty ends up being a decent pitcher. Still, I have hope. So I'm going to cross my fingers and hope so. Mm-hmm. My overall ugly, once again, I'm going to sit here and bitch about it because it pisses me off. So the White Sox start at one today again, right? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, obviously Sundays are day games. Not, we can't complain about that. They get a five o'clock start on Saturday, but then Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, all day games. So take out the weekend. We're going on one, two, three, four weekdays in a row. Of day games. <laughs> Four. Bad. Like, who... Your fan, The fan base are pretty specific for them. And I can tell you right now, none of them are watching that game or can watch that game. But that's not what my ugly is. That's just me being a, a, just a grumpy old man at that point that I can't watch this <laughs> team. It's still a Friday night. It's Friday night. They did it again. Like, Friday night, you should have full slate. You got the beginning. You got this awesome feature. It's like your version of the red zone going. You, mm-hmm. And it's great. And you should be so jam-packed to start the season on Friday night because you got more people probably tuned in to watch this than you're going to have three months from now when casuals start fading off and fading off and fading off. But yet, once again, Major League Baseball is like, nah, we're going to just do this bullshit where we put all the day games on on Friday again. So then finally, when you hit big inning, we can sh- we can go double box for you, basically, because we only have two games on right now during right. time. Like, stop that bullshit. I don't care if it's April. Like, this is the time people are hungry. Give them what they want. Yeah. Good God. Get out of your own fucking way sometimes, baseball. But yeah. <laughs> um. Devin, how's it going, buddy? And our man, Tim Listen, King. Tim King. Hey, What's up, brother? So, yeah, once I just look, I'm bitching. I'm bitching about it because I can't watch during the day on a Friday. So maybe that's why yeah. I'm bitching. No, I don't know. I, I get that, man. And you're, you make perfect sense. I mean, it, you look at the teams that. You know, are like you said, Pittsburgh off to a hot start, and they a lot of their casual fans are going to die off in the season. You know, or fade off. I don't mean die off, but you know, fade off during the regular season. Yeah, drive the interest. Well, yeah, like, get well, while there. they're good, you know, get them up there. I mean, why the O'Neill Cruz? Why O'Neill Cruz was healthy? You should have had him on Friday night. <laughs> All right. Anyways, we'll get back to the fun. We're gonna play a game. We're going to play a game. I got some guys for us to play a game with. All right. You know the game? Um, maybe. Let's play it, baby. Some buy, low, sell, high. <laughs> All right. My favorite time. We're getting close now, so we can start actually doing this for some of these guys here. Pitchers are probably the easier one to do this early because the velocity, the spin rate, uh, the pitch usage, stuff like that 
tends to give you earlier results and more believable results than hitters. A hitter can be bad for a month, not doing anything different, and they're going to be fine towards the end of the year. So there's probably going to be more of a pitcher theme here as we play this game. Nick, hello. Good evening, sir. What's going on? All right. First, we will start our game with Anthony DiScalfani. Blake, what are you doing with him? Are you going to buy low? You're going to sell high. Anthony DiScalfani. Uh, I think I would sell. I think I would sell high if I could. Um, but you know what? Hold on. Pitching is. Well, this guy's probably more of a sell high. So that I should reiterate the game. Hold on. Let me make it less confusing. He's started off good. So this is more going to be a sell high guy. You can't obviously buy low on him right now. So are, will you sell high on him or are you going to buy high on him? If, yeah. Well, if I had, if I had him, I'd be hanging on to him. Um, because just pitching rotation is uh, not that strong as I, I wouldn't sell high. Uh, yeah, I would sell high. I would buy yeah. low too. I mean, I, I so I got guys, right? This is right. where this is where it gets fun for me because because I have no life and I rank. 4,000 players a season or every other day for you guys. And I sit here and I'm going to adjust these rankings pretty big, pretty big adjustment coming probably tomorrow again. Um, but I'm going to give you a couple names because these Scalfani is one guy that is going to actually climb up this for and actually enter for the first time here. So who would you rather have Anthony D. Scalfani, or, or Hunter Brown. I'm going Hunter Brown. You know me. Whew, so that <laughs> puts him pretty low then, though. So, yeah, you you definitely would sell a high then on him because I can't even go much higher than that then because, well, it depends on where you put Hunter Brown. For me, I don't know. So for me, it's, it's tricky. I might stay I, – I would – I might actually see sell high for Anthony Del Scafani could be you getting a basically a Tony Gonsolin, right? That could be a sell high for a, a guy like yeah. Anthony D. Scafani. A, a third or fourth outfielder, maybe. A, like a, yeah, Dustin May is something that you might be able to sell high for. You're not going to get into the the Nestor Cortez Jr. range and things like that right now for Anthony DiScalfani. So if you could get one of those, it's an interesting, it might be a hold for me. The sinker velocity is back up again. Um, he only does have a 27% CSW percentage, so it's not that good. But if we recall, like this guy two years ago was kind of broke out in San Francisco then after a decent year with the Reds. Got hurt, didn't pitch that much last year. So maybe maybe we're seeing the inevitable continuation of that breakout out of Anthony DiScalfani. Yeah, so and it's a good pitcher's part too. Yeah. So unless he because he's gonna end up in my rankings and he's probably gonna fall around the the seventies, this about the sixty-eight range right now. And that's gonna kind of be 
around Hunter Brown, Jose Berrios, Justin Steele, those type of guys. So I'm not sure you're going to be able to sell for much higher than that. Next, Chris Bubich. The Bubich. What are you going to do with him? You're going to sell high on him or are you going to hold? If I can sell high, I'm selling high. Yeah, he's another one who is not in my rankings currently for the top 300. And obviously, I have no choice, but I have to add him to them. He's taking a complete new mechanic overhaul. All new mechanics this guy has. I'm, and I'm not going to not credit him for that because it's added velocity. I mean, his WOBA is insane. His strikeout percentage is up. And this guy had right now has a 32% CSW percentage, right? And that's now that's good. That's what you want. That's really good. So everything about him says breakout right now. But man, just one of those guys, like he's never been good. So even though every metrics tells me, yeah, buy into this guy, go for it, let's do it. I still sell high while I can right now, while the, while the hype is kind of building on that one. So yeah. for me, definitely a sell high. I got, here's a, we're going to do a twofer here for this one are you going to sell high or buy high the raise starting pitchers i have two specific obviously uh shane O'Mac is not one of them we know where he's at he's a top 10 starting pitcher so we're not going to talk about him we're going to talk about jeffrey springs to begin this so jeffrey springs what are you going to do with him are you buying right now are you buying shares of jeffrey springs are you going to sell this while it's probably iron hot Man, you're gonna you're catching me in seller mode right now. I'm I'm selling while it's while it's hot as the iron, as you said, man. Because raised pitching, I just can't trust what they're gonna do, man. Not that I'm saying I'm not talking injuries or anything. I'm, I just can't tell. You know, are they gonna be like, oh, he need, he needs to rest some? You know, you never know. You never know what the raise. They'll keep winning. It doesn't matter, but. <laughs> Jeffrey Springs right now has a 41. His CSW percentage is 41%. That's literally insane. And I, and I think it's leading all of major league baseball right now. So that's, he's been, it's the sweeper. Um, that sweeper right now has a 62% whiff rate <laughs> in major league. Like he has just been that nasty to, to a point where he has a 42.2% K rate period. Hard hit 28%. Expected he has an ERA of zero, but it obviously there's some that's a little bit of luck, but expected ERA of 1.57. So you've been really good. Yeah. I'll say this also. I all day selling high on him because right now. Whew, yeah. Here's a fun one for you. If you could sell Jeffrey Springs for uh to the guy right now who drafted Corbin Burns. Who's probably nervous? Do you mm -hmm. would you would you take that trade? Because yeah. I have Jeffrey Springs. He's still I I moved him up, but he's still he was thirty five in my rankings. He's probably going to move up a little bit because I got to move some guys down. So he's going to probably end up around thirty, which I know people are going to go. He's been better than that. So I I would absolutely try to move in and get Corbin Burns for Jeffrey Springs right now. Yeah. The only thing that worries me is what you said about Burns is uh velocity down on uh what was it the splitter? Um the or, cutter. The cutter. the cutter. There we go. 
And you said it was down a couple ticks. So that that worries me a little bit. Yeah, know, it's early though. It's season. tough. It could be it could be weather. It could be tough. Yeah. Sometimes it's a little bit weather infused. So velocity is not always the good indicator of that. I think his track record is just too good. And I think you're right. I think you're spot on with when you said about the fake injury, the phantom IL stints to keep their guys uh-huh. rested and do things like that. Like I don't see a big innings jump out of Jeffrey Springs. And no. that's the, that's the one thing to me that's always going to hold him back. I just don't see it happening for him. It's yeah. going to hold him back from entering the top. I mean, he had, he's going to have to turn into a legitimate. He's going to have to go six. He's going to have to go seven innings a few times for me. And I got to see the innings start to go up a little bit, get deeper in the games. Yeah. I can't do 90 pitches in six innings and then put you and move you up any higher when I've never seen you go over a certain aspect before. I mean, Which, even whenever uh, Blake Snell was doing what he did over there, they weren't letting him go that deep. Now, Drew Rasmussen, another guy on the race, off to a insane start. Um, I, I think everyone on the race is off to an insane start at this point. That whole team is... But he's having a pretty incredible start at this point. I have him in my rankings at 54, but I'm probably going to have to move him up. So let's do a little buy. Let's do a little sell high, buy high on him. Would you rather, if you could trade him right now for Kode Senga, what would you do? I'm trading. Yeah. You'll take Senga? Yeah. 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 I would. We'll go a little bit lower on this one. Dustin May. I'd take Dustin May also. Grayson Rodriguez. Mm. I do like Grayson Rodriguez. I really do. That's uh you you kind of picked on a guy that I'm high <laughs> on, so you'd still take Grayson, even though he's a rookie, or you take Nah, I think I, I think I'm taking uh, Drew. Yeah, I'm gonna keep Drew right there. So he so a little bit about him. Our guy Drew here has a 30, his CSW percentage is 34%. Um another guy just his fastball spin rate 99 percentile on baseball savant. So he's got a hard hit rate of 14.8% right now. Hmm. Like he, this guy is, he's another guy. The Rays just doing a fantastic job here so far. Yeah. And he, and he's doing it by. No, he's a cutter guy. Also, there's not much different that he's doing this year that he didn't do last year. He's just getting more whiffs on the cutter than he did last year. And he's getting more whiffs on his four seam fastball. Than he did last year. His spin rate is up on the four seam fastball. And his velocity not up too much, like 0.4 miles per hour. So it's not a big jump on that, but it's weird to actually see a spin rate get higher too when you throw harder, obviously, as you know why. Um so yeah, he's doing some good things there. But yeah, I'd I'd take Cody Senga over him also. I probably Another guy that I worry the same reason innings in Tampa. It's the, it's yeah. kind of the same inning, same thing for them there. So I'd probably take Grayson Rodriguez over him also. I know a guy here that you might you finally I might get you to buy a guy high. I might finally get you to buy someone high. Nick Lodolo. 
<laughs> you know, I, I knew he was coming, right? Because he, he was one of your breakouts. And I gotta eat. Yeah. He's been much better than Hunter Green so far. I'm not giving up on Hunter Green, but he has been. He's been insanely good to start this season. Nick Lodolo yeah. has a 34% CSW percentage. Um, that's a called strike whiff percent, by the mm. way. If anybody did not know out there, I probably should have been a little bit more upfront what what that was earlier. But yeah, he's got a 41.2% K rate this season so far. Nick Lodolo has been nasty. Yeah. I, I'm buying high on him still, man. The, one thing that worries me is his home his home park, but he's just – I don't think it's going to matter that much if he keeps rolling like this. I mean, I know it's only week two, but I like the guy. Yeah, he's doing it. He's added – he's throwing this about 11% of the time, but he's – he well, he threw he had it last year and he threw it about 10% of the time. But I'm saying his changeup is playing up better this year than it did a year ago. He has a 40% whiff rate right now on that changeup, and it's definitely playing a factor into that. But he's oh, yeah. been fastball, his curveball is in, is just super nasty. Hmm. Um, you got a 46.3 whiff percentage on that, but yeah, he's been really, really good so far. He it depends. I had him. So we'll play this game too here a little bit. I got to scroll up because I had him up there already. I had him at 34. So would you, who would you rather have here? Let's see. Hold on. That's this. It did it again. I forget that sometimes that I have my this PlayStation on and when it goes to sleep, it turns on Samsung TV. <laughs> so this is the second time in a row I almost shit my pants live on air for everybody because I hear this thing scream in my face again. And I thought I was being attacked by like some monster. I don't even know what it was. A ghost, but... All right. Anyways, Nick Lodolo. Pick a guy here. Nick Lodolo or Lance Lynn? I'm going Lodolo. You you were going up pretty high then because I had Lance Lynn up at twenty eight. I know at the start. I like Lance Lynn. His his start hasn't been great. He's another guy with the track record. He Lance Lynn's going to bounce back. I just like Lodolo right now. Nick Lodolo or Nestor Cortez Jr. I'm going Lodolo. I'm not a Nestor Cortez fan, man. All right, uh, I got I, I got I got one for you that I think I finally get you on. But go ahead. I just I don't know what it is. I mean, Nasty Nestor seems like a real cool guy and all that. I just don't – I feel like he gets too much hype. But he has started the season pretty freaking solid, so. He has. I, I, he's my, I have him ranked 26th. Nick Lodolo or Framber Valdez? I'm Framber. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, know, you, you knew I was doing that. I found – I did find the – I'll ask one guy that's going to move him down my rankings. Um Let's see, Nick Lodolo or – no, I know what you're going to say. That's stupid. I'm not even going to put you into that one. I, these are all Blake guys now that I'm entering. I'm entering the Blake zone on this list, and I can tell you <laughs> right now you're taking all of these guys over them. So, All right, next. Now we're going to go into some uh, buy lows. So are we going to buy low on this guy, or are we going to sit tight or try to get whatever we can for them? We're going to buy low on Max Scherzer. Um, man, that injury to Verlander scares you because you kind of like run the two guys together, right? It's like 
they're right there around the same age, you know, same history type of guys. Uh, Scherzer scares me, man. I, am I am I gonna sell low on him? Is that the question, or am I buying low on him? You would buy low on him, yeah. Buy, yeah, buy low on him. If you can get in there, like you can find, if you can find an owner right now, that's yeah. a little worried about, and basically just not me. pay market value. So yeah, so like you, if you're worried about Max Scherzer, could you yeah, get in I'm, there? I'm a little too worried about him. I'll be honest. I'm not. I'm not buying on him right now. No, not I'm not buying, buying low. Not buying low. No. Yeah, he has a 51 percent hard hit rate, only a 17 percent K rate. He's at a he's at a thirty plus percent K rate every year of his career until this year. He so CSW percent basically league average is about twenty eight to thirty. Anything under thirty reload really is really not that good. And right now he has a twenty eight percent CSW percentage, so that's not great either. And he's down. He's down about a mile per hour on his four seam fastball down about a mile per hour on a slider. He right now his four seam fastball is getting absolutely pummeled. His four seam fastball has a batting average of 500 expected batting average of almost 400 expected slugging of 824, a Woba of 577. Yeah. And it's, oh, he's, he's weight. Yeah. He, it's, it's getting hit hard so far. And then and, uh, you still got in your memory, back back of your mind, playoffs last year. Man, what 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 did he give up? Like four bombs in the, in the game, dude. I was in Chicago for that game. I remember, man. That was that was that still hasn't escaped my mind yet. I know it was a whole, whole different ball game in the playoffs, but man, <laughs> yeah, I. I don't know. I'd probably buy low because if here, I still, I'm going to have to move him down my ranks, but I had him seven coming into today. So he's ranked seven. We'll see how low would you take max surgery at this point? Let's see. Max Scherzer or Shane Bieber. Hmm. Man. <laughs> See, I might, I, to, I might have to stick with Scherzer with that. Really, I mean, I like I like the Beebs, but uh, the upside. Look, he could bounce. You yeah. know, it's still early. I I agree with that one. Let's yeah. see. I'll go a little bit further down. <laughs> Max Scherzer or Dylan Cease. I'm I'm sticking with my boy Cease. Ooh, I found I found the Blake zone on that one then. Mm-hmm. It was either I had a couple guys here. It was Dylan Cease, Spencer Strider, and Zach Wheeler. So rank these in order: Scherzer, Wheeler, Strider, and Cease. Uh, Strider, Cease, Scherzer, Wheeler. Interesting. All right, so we found where you would go on that. I if you can if. There's there's a part of me that wants to send some offers out for Max Scherzer, and I would be tempted to start in like the start it off in the Framber Valdez range and see where I can go from there, right? And see if I can kind of move up to a Max Scherzer from there. It's not a knock yeah. on Framber. I just know it's going to take something, uh, someone who's pitching good. Yeah, and yeah. 
and not some scrub to do so and kind of work my way up from there. I would, you know, so I would absolutely buy low at this point on him if I could. Another interesting one. Well, we talked about him. We'll save him for last. But next, Alec Manoa. Would you buy low on Alec Manoa? Absolutely. You like him, huh? Yeah, he's off to a very weird start to this year. It hasn't been too great for him. Only 28% uh, called strike whiff percent for him. Not a big K guy, though. He wasn't last year. I think he was under a K, under 9K per nine at that point. Eight something, I think he finished last year with. So not an overall uh, big strikeout guy. Velocity seems like it's there. 93, 993 so far. So it has gotten hit pretty hard. Oh, he's gotten eh, not too bad, actually. Let's see, though. How could you? I'll give you a couple guys again. Logan Webb or Alec Manoa? Manoa. I like Webb, too, but I'm Christian, going Manoa. You Darvish or Alec Manoa? Manoa. Carlos Rodan. Alec Manoa. Mm. I got to go Manoa just because of the injuries. Yeah. If he was staying healthy, I would, co- I would, I would, I would uh, coast for, with Radon right there. But You're Zach Gallen or Alec Manoa? Hmm. Trying to hit me where it hurts, huh? I do. Uh, I always think, but you know how I am. So I, I have the Blake zone and I know exactly yeah. when to, so I save it for last. And that's kind of what I wait until I get there. So Zach Gallen or Alec Manoa? Um, man, you know what? Give me, give me Manoa. I like Manoa, man. He's going to get more wins, I feel like. Then Gallant, even though Arizona is going to be better, I just Toronto has the bats, and I don't know. Zach Gallant could get more strikeouts. I don't know. I, I'm 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 gonna stick with what I said, Manoa. Yeah, that's fair. I I don't know how low I could buy on him per se, and I don't know if I'd pay like what I would pay. Seven forty nine ERA through two starts that are expected expected ERA is 749 through two thirds. So he hasn't been good at all uh, mm-hmm. so far this season. So I do wonder if I can find someone like what would uh, Nick Lodolo or Alec Manoa? Oh, I, I'm keeping Lodolo over Manoa. <laughs> See, so that's where it gets it. So your rankings then would basically just be completely shifted all over the place. But when you say that, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if you, I had Alec Manoa as a top, 22 pitcher entering this one and Lodolo at 34. <laughs> so for me, buy and low would almost be like trading Lodolo for Ellen mm-hmm. Manoa. I don't know on that one. That one's tricky. I don't. I might feel like I can get more for Lodolo right now, so I might not do that quite yet. A, such a tricky game two weeks in, man. They're like your, your gears are going, you know, like, ah. Uh... I do Freddie Peralta, who I have in that range, who's also pitched pretty well, I think, so far. So I'd probably do that. I might start there and try to go up from there. 
for an Alec Manoa. Although I do think Alec Manoa is not going to, where he was drafted, he's probably not going to give you the value of where his draft position was. Yeah. I, he would need to do, he needs to, he would basically just need to do a Sandy uh, Alcantara type innings pitched at the end of the season. Like we need 230 innings out of Alec Manoa for him mm-hmm. to probably give you his draft day value. Especially if he's not going to strike out more than nine guys per nine innings. So it is what it is on that one. I think I know your answer for this. I had a couple hitters. I just wanted to do pitchers more. It's a little easier to do. We'll fly down the hitters. I think I know your answer on this one. You're going to sell high or you buying high Brian Reynolds. I'm going to say sell high, but I do need to point out what I was talking about earlier. He's already got two stolen bases. If the stolen base thing keeps up, I mean, maybe he was on the edge of being, you know, uh, you know, 15 stolen base type guy and this little uh or addition to the bases has made him a you know 15 stolen base type guy. But I'm selling high while I can, man. Yeah. Let's see here, Blake. Let's see how high you're gonna sell. Hmm. Brian Reynolds or Dalton Varsho. Man, Varsho's off to a rough start. Uh I know. <laughs> I'm, I got I'm, reasons for this stuff, so yeah, I'm 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 uh I'm keeping Reynolds on that. I, I do like Varsho. I drafted him. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Reynolds or George Springer? Man, that injury. Those injuries are killer with Springer, man. It's like you know what's happening. Um so Come on. I'm keeping I'm, I'm keeping Reynolds, man. I'm I, keeping I, Reynolds. I'm glad you're doing this because I'm working my way up on this one. Uh, Brian Reynolds or Eloy Jimenez? Huh. Injury thing again, but I'm going Eloy just because so much potential there, man. Yeah. So we, we found the zone then. So we, we entered finally the, the range that you would go. Yeah, I would absolutely probably try to trade Brian Reynolds right now. He's been off to a fantastic, great start. We talked yeah. about it before, though. Like the power numbers were never super high for this guy. Yeah. Entering this season, so the fact that he's like tied for the lead in Major League Baseball for home runs <laughs> right now is kind of funny. But it's only been one week, so uh, yeah, I might if I can get myself up into a. You never know. You got to throw things out there. You got to find the guys in your leagues who do dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. and find the, the panic buttons and stuff like that. But I might throw a two-for-two-for out there with Brian Reynolds and try to get back like a Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, because Schwarber's off to a slow start. So Yep. Or an Eloy, like we just talked about before. I'd even yeah. make that swap if I could because, yeah. There's there's Eloy has the – we saw it last year in the second half. He can mm-hmm. carry your fantasy team for you yep. in a monster way. So, last but not least, we have one more name on this list. We kind of just talked about we, we Sander Bogarts. What are you going to do with this guy? You're gonna Are you going to sell high right now on Xander Bogarts? Or are you going to buy high on Xander Bogarts? If I could sell high, I would. I'm not buying high on him. I was, I was higher up on him at the beginning of the season. I'm not – it's not – I'm not sure. 
I had him ranked. I still have him ranked 13th out of shortstops right now. Yeah. The one thing I feared for him was he he was going to be just he was going to fall kind of into the the Carlos Carrera aspect of really good major league baseball player. Mm-hmm. But what is 280 yeah. 15 home runs, 80 80 and like five stolen bases going to do for you? Right. Like fantasy type deal. And I don't buy that the home and, and then he's just came out and proved my ass wrong so far. The power stroke is there for Xander early in the season. Um, yeah, but I don't buy it either. I would sell high on this dude right now if I could also. Same. Tommy Same. Edmund or Xander Bogarts? Oh. I think I'm staying Bogarts there. Interesting. I still have Edmund ranked higher. It's too early for me to go down that that wormhole just yet we'll go with some he got hurt so it kind of kills us on this one obviously i think i know your answer on this one xander bogarts or tim anderson oh tim anderson okay i wander franco i had ranked nine but i think he's gonna move up a little bit and he might actually end up like at five or six for me at shortstop moving forward so he's gonna jump ahead of tim so i know i know damn well you're gonna pick for under franco so we're not even gonna oh, ask yeah. that question oh, yeah. <laughs> all righty so that was fun thank you uh blake for playing thank you for playing buy low sell high you you won a prize. <laughs> right. The prize is a loss to me in fantasy baseball when we play. That's your prize. When we play. We, we haven't got there yet. I don't I even got do, two do play? This one. I, I know I did pretty yet. good also. We have a couple shots to play each other. I wonder when the first one actually is going to be. That'll yeah. be fun so we can talk some smack on that. All right. But waivers, buddy. What do we got here? Let's do some waivers real quick and then uh, drive this baby home. So give the people some waivers out there. All right. Waivers in no specific order. I got, uh, I, I, I think he just came up in the last couple of days, if not today, Francisco Alvarez, uh, DH for the New York Mets. He's going to get catcher eligibility soon enough. All right. Uh, he's only 9.1% owned in ESPN leagues. Guy has pop in his bet. If you can get him, I mean, he's, he, it's a stretch, but. Catcher, you can get that. James Altman, uh, if you haven't heard, he's only he's forty percent owned in ESPN right now. So hurry up, outfield for the Dodgers. The Dodgers keep putting out these guys all the time, man. So uh, he, you know, he's going to be a power speed guy. Uh, I believe it was you, right, Logan O'Hop? Logan yeah. O'Hoppy, baby. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, O'Hoppy, your boy. Catcher, Cincinnati. Don't uh, worry. He hoppy. Oh, hoppy. <laughs> oh, hoppy. Nice. Uh, he's going to take over a catcher sooner or later, man. Uh, I never thought I'd be saying this name in a fantasy league. You need to pick him up. But Miles Straw, uh, those stolen bases, they're going to keep coming. And he goes, I mean, for a Roto League, a points league, he's he's just going to keep getting those stolen bases. Uh Trevor Larnock for Minnesota. That's uh, he's only eight point eight percent owned. 
He might be cooling off a bit in the past two days, but outfield is shallow. Okay. That's, By the way, uh, he has a nickname. What's that? What's that? The Larnitz Monster. The Larnitz Monster. Nice. I like that. So that, that that's my uh, hitter ads pitching-wise. Okay. Um, yeah, two, he's having two starts this week, and both of them are scary. Mitch Keller. I like Mitch Keller. Even though his two starts this week, they're scary. He he, he start uh, did he start today against the Astros? But that's is, is that who they beat up on? I know they beat the Pittsburgh pretty bad, but uh, he, uh, he he's still in his first two starts. He had 15 Ks, and uh, Pittsburgh they they said that they want him to be uh, want him to be a uh, you know a workhorse this season. He's only 27 years old. He's worth you know a flyer to pick up. I mean, go ahead and pick him up before next week, whenever he'll be going. Because this week is when he's facing the tough guys. Uh, Hunter Brown is still only 31% owned on ESPN. I'm telling you, just add Hunter Brown. <laughs> One more. Uh, I, I can't remember what his percentage owned is, but it was not high. Is Mackenzie Gore? He uh, he's already got two two wins, 12 to six uh, K to base on base on balls, and I mean, he was the best uh, pitching prospect in baseball not that long ago. He was considered by many. So this could be his year, man. He, he could come out that way. Uh, and I know he's he's lower than 40% owned in, in ESPN still. I'm pretty sure of that. But uh, th- those are my guys, my ads. So I got a few I agree with you on, obviously, that we're going to have the same for these. My waiver ads this week. This is just a. This is just. What are what the fuck are we doing out there? What are people doing? He's twelve percent. Oh, like rostered twelve percent still. That's it. Twelve point five percent rostered. Obviously, I know these are these are all going to be twelve team and less leagues. That majority of this platform, like he's probably well owned and the deeper ones and on fan tracks and stuff like that. But we're talking just the shallow ones here. Your typical like ESPN, Yahoo, those types of things right now. So definitely well under 50% rostered. Michael Conforto, three homers so far for the San Francisco Giants on a kind of, what do you sign, a two-year deal? Is that what he got? Or a one-year deal with an option of some sorts like that? (laughs) After missing last year, the shoulder looks healthy this point. Like outfield is so shallow. Conforto could be a very, very good outfielder for your team. There is 25, 28 homer pop in that bat. Should hit 250. Should be a decent on base percentage. Shouldn't kill you all over the board right there. Should be well over 12% rostered. Miles Straw, <laughs> another guy. You talked about him earlier. Miles Straw leads Major League Baseball six stolen bases. We said this when we did the tier show and the ranking show. The guys who steal spaces are going to steal more bases. It's uh-huh. just they're going to run wild. I said we we started the show with this. Through a week and a half, 193 stolen bases so far. Last year, all of March and April, there was 303. They are going to blow past that uh-huh. in three in, th- in three more weeks or whatever it is at this point. Right. So Miles Straw, I don't know what else Miles Straw is going to give you, but it, this is just a rotisserie play only Miles Straw. I don't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't probably go any more any, any further than that. Just Roto at this point. 
Brian Anderson. Only he's on the cusp. I probably cheated when I for this guy a little bit because he was 60% on, but I feel like he should be up there also. Something about he's he was he's always been a he was always a decent hitter. Count last throw that one away, right? Mm-hmm. We go back a few years though, his days in Miami. He was like a he was not a big power hitter, but he was just a good overall hitter and he can hit fastballs again. Mm-hmm. And that's the big thing for him. So he's hitting fastballs again, and now he's in Milwaukee. And I love Milwaukee hitters. So Brian Anderson, especially for third base, which is such a thin position, um, go get you some of that. Tiago Estrada still under fifty percent owned for some reason. There's some pop. There's some pop. Some power speed in that guy um, that nobody's buying into. Not sure why. He's in my rankings. He's actually pretty high in my rankings. So I don't know why he's still on there. A guy who's probably going to, he's coming close to entering my rankings is uh, Isaac Paredes, only 24% on so far. Another diamond in the rough that they probably found down there. I also like Josh Rojas and Orlando Arcia to round out some other utility middle infield type guys. Yeah, Anthony DiScalfani is still not owned in enough leagues. Hunter Brown is still not owned or rostered in enough leagues. Sonny Gray, his. Oh yeah, Sonny. He's a guy who's his. I looked at his roster percentage, and it's too low for me. He's a guy that I kind of want to. If I had to take one pitcher, probably off this whole list right now, he's probably the more interesting one. Yeah, he's got a thirty uh, percent CSW percentage, and he's throwing his junk a lot more. That's all he's yeah. throwing so far, and it's kind of working. Uh, Reed Detmers, another guy still under fifty percent rostered. He, I get it. If you look at the, if you look at the final line at that game against Toronto, it looks ugly. But he was dominant through five innings in that one. Yeah, he he unraveled in the in six. The six so, yeah. Yep. So another guy that I like, and right now ride the Seth Lugo train if you can. Um. All right. We, there is. We got some closer stuff. I'm gonna scream it from a mountaintop again because he's still under fifty percent rostered. Johan Duran. Should be 99% rostered by this time next week. He, I tried to tell you people before the season started, he's going to be an easy top 10 closer in all of Major League Baseball. Nasty stuff. He is the Twins closer. So, yeah, no doubt about that. Emmanuel Classe, wow. I So, I had him ranked as my number two. I had Hader ahead of him coming into the season, but I still had him as my number two, and he has not looked good so far this year. So watch that one. He they that went from a lockdown to a very questionable uh, job right now for Class A there. Andre Munoz, we talked about that on in the beginning. He's on the IL, so you probably want to look for Paul Seawald at that point. Uh, some other notes: Scott Barlow was not available. Aroldis Chapman actually had a save. I don't expect that one to change though. So I, I should unless he keeps throwing 100 miles per hour. Then obviously that's going to change, but I still expect Scott Barlow to be the closer there. Uh, Kyle Finnegan pitched the eighth, and Carl Edwards Jr. looked horrible in the ninth inning. So I'm pretty sure Kyle Finnegan is probably still going to be that guy. It looks like Evan Phillips is going to be the guy in the ninth for the Dodgers at this point. So you can probably go find him in plenty of leagues. Uh, at this point, that's probably all I have. There was just some closer notes there I wanted to get out. You could, like we said before, you could always find closers, and there's no. It's one of the things where it's always kind of happens there. So, all right, Blake. Anything else you got for them? We're gonna do this next week. Next week we're gonna go through our all-time favorite 
players from each position. Oh yeah. We'll do That'll that. That'll be fun. That's going to What be else fun. you got? Anything else you want to tell these fine people out there? Man, nothing much, but uh keep tuning in. Tune into the Bloodline Network. Appreciate you guys. Uh you know, keep your lineups going. Make sure you check your lineups every morning, every uh, afternoon when you get a chance cuz you know how baseball goes. These players are dropping every other day. And uh best of luck to y'all. Oh, go get Ronaldo Lopez too, sorry. Oh, I forgot yeah, there that. we go. Yeah. Until he uh until Liam Hendricks, who looks like he's coming back quicker, comes back. But yeah, forgot to add him in there. Ronaldo Lopez too. And yeah, thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you always stick around all week long to the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Great shows coming at you all week long again um i'd say you can find me at streets with on on twitter if you're looking for me also but yeah you can also find all of my work at, at the bloodline network.com you can go there right now you can see my top 300 rankings which are going to get shifted around a little bit after tonight uh the deuces will be up you can always see your two start pitchers there for the week too you can always you can see that before fab bids and other stuff usually clear Monday morning, so, so go check that on there. You also find all my fantasy football content there. So once again, that is bloodlinenetwork.com. And that's it, Blake. Let's do we got hopefully this is a fun week. I hope your team stays healthy. I hope all of your teams out there stay healthy this week and you have a good week. And we win this week and we come back celebrating a victory next week. Um, oh yeah, and go back and check the the wide receiver tier show too. And the Bloodline Entertainment Network YouTube page that Tim and I did on Saturday night. It was awesome. It was fun. So, yeah, go check that out. But Roto anyways, Slappers. But, yeah, we will uh, Yeah, we'll see you next week, right? Yeah, tune in. I've got something for you.